0: Good morning, Good morning. it's a beautiful day in central Florida and I think this week is going to be even better. By today's standards and by the world's standards, our happiness is measured by our health and mobility, how financially secure we may have become, and our safety and our security. But none of these can be found in qualities or attributes that we just heard from Matthew, commonly known as the Beatitudes. None of that is anywhere around. The blessings of Jesus talked about were quite different. Jesus blesses those with a big heart. He blesses those who are humble, loving, and gentle. He blesses those who are open to the power of God and the Holy Spirit to do more in their life than they can either pray for or imagine. He wants the Holy Spirit to be moved. He wants the Holy Spirit to move your soul and for you to pray to Almighty God so that you know that you are blessed and you are blessing others. He blesses those who are open to the power of God. He blesses those who endure in spite of adversity. And he blesses those who look to the future through the cross of Christ. That wonderful cross where Jesus Christ died for the forgiveness of our sins. As Paul in 1 Corinthians reminds us, the proclamation of Christ crucified and the cross turns things upside down. It turns the world upside down. It turns the philosophy or whatever the world wants to give us in any kind of media form. It turns all that upside down. Through the message of the cross, the wisdom of the world or what they say you should do and be and how you are to identify yourself, that wisdom is made foolish. because We are about the wisdom of God. We are about the wisdom of love. We are about the wisdom of proclamation. We are about the wisdom of grace. Through the cross, the weaknesses, dethrones thrones, the, the powerful. The proclamation of the crucified Messiah is the sword, the mighty sword of the Holy Spirit. To those who do not like the cross of Christ and what the message it says about its saving grace, the foolishness and the weakness of Christ crucified reveals power and wisdom and those who do not like that power and wisdom are lost. This morning I'd like to give you a contemporary interpretation of the Beatitudes. We are blessed and we are content with our inner selves rather than what we have accumulated on the outside. We are blessed when we are able to appreciate the presence of God each and every day and we respect the dignity of every human being and we respect ourselves not because of what we have accomplished but how others have been blessed by our presence and ministry. We are blessed when we can accept our limitations no matter how hard that can be. Letting go of the past embracing the moment, and living with excitement about the days yet to come because we know the Lord will be with us. According to the blessings of Jesus, we are blessed when we know we are dependent on God. We are blessed by the Lord when we know we are dependent on God. Something that can be hard to do. Because most of our lives, we are taught, we do not need to depend on anyone. Especially, we don't need to depend on the Lord. But we are blessed. We say, Lord, here I am. Take my life. Take the situation. Take my heart. Take my soul. I'm dependent on you to guide me. We are blessed. We can experience inner peace and be free to be free to live in our identity as baptized children of God. We are blessed and we are ready to forgive rather than hold a grudge. And so often the world doesn't say that to you. The world says, you need to hold that grudge. The world says, you need to retaliate. The world says, go out and get back at them. But holding a grudge is like having something inside your soul that eats at you, let it go and allow the blessing and the Holy Spirit of God to wash over you. The crucified Christ is true wisdom and power because it is through our Lord that we have received righteousness. It is through our Lord that we have received forgiveness. It is through our Lord we have received (coughs) redemption. We are blessed when we believe the best is yet to come. And the best is yet to come by the grace of God, which is God's favor towards us, unearned and undeserved. Yet by the grace of God, God strengthens our will and makes us better. I believe Jesus was saying that greatness is defined not by wealth, not by prominence, but by humility. Since we live in a society that promotes success and independence, we don't think of humility as being a winning attribute. If anything, you must stand right there and let people know how you are and where you believe on certain situations, and you must stand right there and talk them down. If anything, the opposite is true. We believe that humility is a sign of strength. Jesus was actually saying that humility gives us power because of our relationship with God. And we are secure in that. And that's where we find our identity and love. The people who Jesus taught that day on the hillside of the Sea of Galilee weren't as powerless as they had believed. They were given hope because Jesus replaced their traditional value system with attributes that would help them to prevail. What did Jesus do? He was he enabled them to embrace those attributes that they already had, like humbleness, compassion, and their commitment to follow. Jesus's assurance of a future encouraged them to move forward and not to lament over the past. Lamenting over the past is one of the most easiest ways that we can get dragged down. If you don't hear anything today out of this sermon or out of this service, know that God loves you. Know that the grace of God is walking right there beside you. And know that you have a wonderful parish and a wonderful faith community here at St. George who loves and cares for you. Most importantly, his fresh understanding of the value of grace and humility affirmed them as people of worth. God affirms you today as people of worth. Do justice. Love kindness. Walk humbly with God and be merciful. When we look at our lives with gratitude and being blessed, we can see God's fingerprint more clearly, where God has touched your life and done so much more. We see that our entire lives are lived in God's safety and in God's refuge. As it says in the second verse of our gospel hymn that we just sang, When the woes of life oertake me, hope deceives and fears annoy. Never shall the cross of Christ forsake me. Lo, it glows, glows brightly. It glows brightly with peace and joy. So my prayer for you as you go through this week, know that the cross of Christ glows freely and brightly for you. And that the cross of Christ brings you peace and joy. May the Holy Spirit touch your heart and mind this day and to know that you are loved by almighty and powerful God. Amen. Amen.